Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. We're here at the Precious Metals Summit in Zurich, Switzerland, and we're talking about uranium. And I'm joined by William Sheriff, Executive Chair of Encore Energy. Good afternoon, William. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Now, you've put some, uh, some good and interesting news out this morning. You've just uh, announced a new agreement to acquire Alta Mesa Uranium Project in South Texaco, Texas and a bought deal financing. Tell us about that, please. It's a major transformative transaction for us. Uh, we were already uh, a leading firm in the U.S. for in situ production with our fully licensed Rosita plant, uh, planning on being in production in mid-2023. This uh, acquisition is pivotal in that it more than doubles our production capabilities, and uh, you'll see that uh, coming into production in early 2024. Thank you. And that's, uh, what, $120 million, uh, the transaction? That's correct. Uh, half of it is debt financing, uh, vendor take back, and the other half uh, is cash. And we'll be uh, uh, done with the proceeds of the uh, bought deal offering that uh, is also part of the news this morning, led by Canaccord. And the bought deal is uh, $60 million at uh, $3 Canadian per share? Uh, it's actually $3 for a unit, uh, and that comprises of a share and a, a full warrant at three seventy-five. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the strategy of the company. You, you mentioned you sort of, you've got Rosita, that's uh, on its way into production. You've just added a new asset. Well, what's the overall strategy underlying all these moves? Well, we're dedicated 100% to in situ recovery of uranium in the United States. The United States is still the world's uh, largest consumer of, of uranium for nuclear power. And uh, yet in the last couple of years, we've produced essentially zero pounds. Uh, with a, a good deal of reliance on product coming through St. Petersburg. Uh, fully 60% of the U.S.'s uranium comes through the port of St. Petersburg, so we're at a bit of the whim of uh, Mr. Putin. Okay, now uh, it's, it's been a, a good year for uranium. The, the uranium prices have um, more than doubled. Um, so, and a lot of analysts or commentators think, you know, this is just the start of more to come. So what was your view of uh, what's happening in the uranium space and the uranium pricing? Well, I think indeed uh, it, it's in for a, a, an unparalleled time frame. It's, you have to go back to uh, before Three Mile Island in the um, uh, mid-70s to see such a time frame of uh, expected new builds coming online. Uh, the, the green power push is, is certainly a, a major wind in our sails. And uh, then, then, of course, you look at the small modular reactors, uh, which, which in essence are going to bring the... Uh, uh, the, the promise of uh, Henry Ford's Model T production line to nuclear power so that every plant's not designed separately. Uh, so some standardization of design, which obviously will bring the cost down considerably, uh, as, as well as the safety factor will go up considerably. So, you know, all in all, uh, you know, solar is fine and wind is fine, but uh, the wind doesn't always blow. And as we know in the investment business, the sun doesn't always shine either. So uh, it's critically dependent upon nuclear yeah, need some baseload power. So um, you talked a little bit a moment ago about the, the strategy up to date. How's that strategy going to go forward over the next two, three, four, five years? Uh, very good. We're, we're really uh, trying to reach the five million pounds a year threshold for, for production. And uh, this Alta Mesa is really critical in that, uh, that, you know, we've got uh, two million pound a year capacity at the plant there. And uh, our CEO, actually, uh, Paul Gorenson, uh, was responsible for building that plant originally back during the uh, last uranium boom when it was uh, privately owned. So we certainly know the asset well. It's uh, critically sitting on 200,000 acres of private land right in the midst of the Texas uranium belt. So uh, 
Texas being a very, very progressive agreement state, that is, you don't deal with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, you deal straight with the Texas government, uh, TCEQ. Uh, give, given that uh, amount of private land, it certainly streamlines any future developments of increased resources as well. Certain parts of the uh, ore body are actually closest to our Rosita plant, not even the Alta Mesa plant, so it allows for some possible upscaling there of operations. Um, but in general, uh, Rosita will be first coming online in 2023, middle of 23. Uh, then we, uh, we look to bring Alta Mesa in the very beginning of 2024. Uh, it does have a fully permitted well field, fully permitted operations, uh, so that, that'll be, uh, like I say, just plug and play drop into our production schedule. Uh, we'll be uh, augmenting the Rosita production uh, from our uh, uh, Sand Creek uh, venture. That'll be coming in as a satellite to, to help uh, move the production in line there. And then, uh, then ultimately, uh, we'll be looking at South Dakota coming in in about 2025, where we have the Dewey Burdock project, 17 million pounds. Uh, here again, uh, these ISR projects tend to be better grade than most ISR projects. When you look at the resource statements of, of most of our peers, they're, they're in the 0 0.07, 0 0.08, some as low as 0 0.04 for resources, and, and all of our ISR projects are 0 0.1 or better. Uh, grade isn't everything in ISR, but it certainly helps, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to that. Then uh, we also just started permitting our Gas Hills project this year in Wyoming, and uh, that should come in right on the heels of South Dakota, 2025-2026. Uh, once they're all up and running, we'll be over our five million pound a year threshold with, with each of the last two, uh, Dewey Burdock and Gas Hills being roughly million pound a year producers. So very busy on the sort of build out front, but um, you're also doing things on the corporate front as well with a, a listing on a major North American exchange uh, on the cards. Yes, I, I think we can look forward to that before the end of this year. Uh, certainly this acquisition uh, helps, helps build the size of the company and, and uh, uh, establishes the credibility of, of being the domestic uh, lead producer in the in-situ space. You're also listed in the Toronto Stock Exchange Venture Exchange, so listing on a, um, a, a major U.S. exchange, what, what uh, benefits would that give the company? Well, to say that we're going to the deep end of the pool is, is a bit of an understatement. Uh, you know, the capital resources available in the U.S. Uh, market are, are just, uh, you know, they are in an order of magnitude greater than, than Canada. There's several, you know, at least a couple of orders of magnitude. And, you know, you, our, our previous uh, Endeavor Energy Metals Corp went to the New York uh, Exchange back in 06, 07. And it just opens the door to, uh, you know, an, an immense amount of capital, uh, especially energy-focused uh, capital. And uh, we really aren't in the mining business, we're in the water uh, business. We, we basically don't uh, have underground mines, we don't have tailings. Uh, we, we inject oxygen-fortified uh, groundwater and dissolve the uranium and, and produce it through uh, much as a municipal water treatment plant. So it really is a, a water-based recover, water recovery of uranium. Okay, and obviously uh, in the U.S., critical metals, strategic metals, uh, the president uh, the administration is getting really behind those. You're seeing a, a similar response amongst investors, and therefore that makes the, the, this, this North American listing, this US listing, even more critical. Do you expect to see a lot of money coming in because of the critical metals aspect? We do, and, and here again, I think we're very in the very early days. You know, we had a very good year uh, when Sprott came into this, the uh, spot market on uranium, and uh, lots of excitement, and the markets. Uh, uh, I should say maybe uh, moderated a bit over the last, uh, you know, two or three quarters. But uh, I think uh, people often ask, what inning are we in the game? And I think we're still in the warm-ups. I, I think we've got several decades of, uh, 
of growth ahead. I think it's going to become an everyday reliable power source. And uh, you know, one of the bigger bottlenecks now that we're facing is in the conversion and enrichment parts of the fuel cycle uh, in the U.S., where we have a, a, a basically a constriction in the in the fuel supply there. But uh, those are being addressed by uh, Congress and the administration. And uh, ultimately, you're going to require more and more uh, yellow cake or uranium, which is uh, is what we produce. Excellent. Well, I wish you the best of luck with your build-out plans there. Encore Energy trades on the TSXV under EU and on the OTCQB at the moment under ENCUF. William Sheriff, Executive Chair, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Paul. And that's all from me, Paul Harris. Join us for more from Mining Stock Daily soon. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.